Hello, and welcome back to Now Screaming, episode 19. I'm Evan Culbertson. And I'm Liz Smart. And we're watching all the horror movies currently streaming on Netflix. So you don't have to. This week, we're talking about the 2012 horror movie, Mine Games. That is mine. Not mind. No. Though it's both. <laughs> it is both. It's a pun. They didn't play any Jenga in this mine. I was disappointed. They didn't really have any fun at all, did they? They did. They had a big party. A little, yeah. They yeah. had one night of fun. And then... Things got Things wild. Things happened. We're going to talk about it. So this movie was directed by Richard Gray, who is Australian, and it was originally made to be an Australian movie, but I guess that wasn't going to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, the title started as Mind Games. It was supposed to be Mind Games. Then apparently for some distribution issues, they changed it to The Evil Within. Yeah, it was very confusing. Which is because it's still the title card says... The both title cards, both the one that happens in the beginning and the one that happens like, after the credits are over. It says it again, big, the evil within, which I actually prefer mind games, genuinely. Yeah, well, it was supposed to be mind games, and they eventually got yeah. it changed back. The evil within is an is an odd title for this movie, I think. I don't it's think a it... little too broad. Yeah. It's a, it's not it's not specific. I think mind games, mind games, listeners, if you are not sure what to expect, mind games is what to expect. All the... <laughs> All the levity <laughs> and uh, strangeness of that title is exemplified. Is in this present movie. absolutely. Whereas the evil within could kind of just be any movie, and I don't think this could be any movie. It's not. No. It's not typical. This one, I just want to get it out of the way up front. This one fucked with me. It surprised me a lot. It's. I told I I said on Twitter I was still thinking about it the next day. I was like sitting there like thinking about like ruminating on it. Which is really unusual for the movies we watch on this podcast. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. So I think listeners should watch it. I agree. We're going to get spoilery. So if you are worried, it, it is, it has twists. It definitely has a lot of twists and turns. And I don't want, I, I think that it's fun to watch once you know the twist. But I think that as a first watch, watching it, yeah. not knowing is really good. Not so knowing what's going to happen. If you have any interest, please go, go watch, watch it, it right now before and listening. come back and listen. We promise it's fun. It's super fun. And weird and spooky and... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, if so. you've decided to forge on with us... <laughs> Getting into it now. Uh, I do want to say one thing up front. I don't love this movie's like take on mental illness. No. It's... It's, it's its major flaw. It's, it's, it's a major flaw, and that's why I want to talk about it right away, because I genuinely loved so much else of this movie that I feel like it does kind of get in the way, but it also is like really instrumental to the plot unfortunately it is it is required God, this movie really is a mind fuck yeah but like a mind fuck a mind fuck <laughs> that's great in order for this movie to like work you have to buy into some not great things about mental illness. about mental illness yeah. being dangerous and yeah a problem yeah so that that is what it is it's it's a definitely unfortunate i wish that this movie could exist without it but we will just know that that's the big caveat of everything else that I'm going to say. And I think that you're going to say going forward is that like, that is a huge problem that is ever present. Yeah. And I don't want to forget about that as we move forward. Definitely. So it starts off. We are in the mine. Yes. It's very dark. (laughs) Very, very, very dark. Uh, And there is a voice. We don't know whose voice it is. Just a man's voice. And the first line is that was us on the way down. Then it goes into other kind of mysterious, I think I can break the cycles, and then I think I can break the cycle, and then, what was the third one? I think I can warn us. I think I can warn us. And I want to say, again, up front, I, for some reason, that line, that was us on the way down, Mm -hmm. it 
embedded itself into me immediately. And I didn't, I don't know why I can't really explain it. It's something about the possible double meanings of it that I knew immediately. Like that was us on the way down could mean like, do they mean down into the mine? Mm -hmm. Do they mean down into, I don't know, whatever problems they're facing. Like, and just the way of saying, not this is us on the way down. That was us on the way down. I'm like getting like a voiceover, a voiceover of, of something. And I just did not know. I just immediately was like, this is so important. I agree. No, it's uh, the lack of context really threw me for a loop. Mm-hmm. And I, I probably wasn't as struck by it. I didn't know what to make of it. I remembered it. Right. It really stuck with me. But like, mm-hmm. I wasn't really sure what to... Yeah, because it feels like... There are a lot of horror movies. Um, even even Deathgasm starts like sort of like in media's rest, where it's like, yeah. oh, you know, all that stuff. Well, that was me. Um, it could have been like that. And, and Deathgasm I wasn't is sure... a little bit more like... It's more pithy. Like, yeah. I, and actually, that was my the one thing I liked about Deathgasm was the like this is me ha 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 he like it's super fun and this is more like it just throws you right in uh it's very ominous. someone is like locked in a room um some kind of room and she's scratching we don't even know what's going on no we have no idea there we don't know who it is we don't know who any of the characters are there's nothing but it's i don't know what it was that grabbed me yeah. and i even thought to myself watching it, it was when it was the first thing i wrote down i wrote down that was that was us on the way down <laughs> And I even thought to myself, this is unusual for me to feel this way already about a movie mm-hmm. that we're watching for this podcast. I don't know what it was about it either, because it, it honestly, like, it isn't even that special, but something about it yeah. grabbed me and I think grabbed you too. Like, it's it's really weird. I don't, I can't explain it at all. <laughs> Smash cut to young people, mm-hmm. college graduates, yeah, on a road trip. In, in a big camper together. In a van, driving through somewhere in America. Mm-hmm. Like the mountains, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it's very... Like, like Appalachia is where I would guess. If there's mines. It's very run-of-the-mill. You've seen this movie. It starts Absolutely. this way. Absolutely. Cabin in the Woods starts this it way. It honestly, actually, <laughs> so much of this feels exactly like Cabin in the Woods. At like the I, beginning. I wrote that... In the, well, yeah. First, first 20, 30 minutes, yeah, yeah. I would say. Um, this movie's only an hour and a half. It feels longer at some parts because so much happens. But definitely the first half an hour is super Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Like, this movie was made after that, though, right? yes but it's still well, cabin in the woods was made long before it was released true but yeah but this is still kind of it's playing on the tropes but it's also like purposely doing them i think uh i don't think it's quite that self-aware it's not but it still is a little bit like you're supposed to think it's just like every other horror movie because they're I, cause that's, yeah. what, that's what i think you're supposed to think because even you said it and i think i thought it too the setup is like they're going to this cabin and something's going to kill them. Of course. That's the idea, right? Right. A monster or a serial killer or something. something. That's totally how it sets up. And then it doesn't end up happening that way. And things are very different from what you expect. But I think the movie was trying to set up something that was very familiar in order to... Subvert it. Subvert Not it. subvert exactly. it. It doesn't subvert Not it. Subvert that's giving it more right. credit. To, in order to create a To do something a good different. Twist. Just, just to do something different. Right. Yeah. It's it's very run of the mill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure you already know, because if you're listening to this, you watched it. <laughs> you uh, better have. You better have. Um, so can we go through the characters? Well, I want to let's let's at least get them to the location. Okay. So they get run off the road because there's a person in the in the side of the road and they have to swerve out of the way. They crash and they think they maybe hit him or maybe they didn't. They crash. They end up hiking to this cabin. We learn that they were going to meet their friends. Matt and Sarah. Matt and Sarah. At this cabin, they're just going to have fun. They're going to hike. They're going to swim. They're going to drink a bunch. So that's, it's a vacation. It's their, it's their graduation vacation. Right. That's their plan. 
shit goes down. So let's recap all the characters because yeah. there's so we've got, quite a few. We've of them. got like we said, there's Matt and Sarah. They're the only ones who are they're lesser separate. characters. Well, they're separate from this group. They are, but they're they driving and up. we barely see them. Uh, the main seven, right? We've got Michael. He played by Joseph Cross from uh, Running, Running with, with Scissors. Scissors. Yeah, um, he is mentally ill. Question mark. We have no idea. What we have what. no idea what that means. But uh, his he girlfriend, keeps, his girlfriend, who is Lila, keeps asking him, "Did you take you, your meds? Have you taken your meds?" She asks him over and over and over. Clearly, a sore spot between them. Lila is kind of um, like the group I'd say, mom. kind of like the mom of the group. Yeah, um, she's always taking care of everybody. She's always kind of putting up with everybody's crap, and she knows everything. That's kind of like what I can I just say. I also think she's the best actress. I agree. In this movie. She's cool. She's. Like we said, these are very normal, what you kind of expect, but her acting is the most natural out of everyone's. 100%. She feel, that's the word I would use. She responds to situations really well. Really well and very naturally, and and I think she's just great. And she's got a very like kind of she, low, raspy voice. She also seems older than the rest of them. That's the other thing. I think that's probably yeah. legitimate. Um, so we've got Lila Michael. Claire is the other girl. The, um, the token blonde. The, she is the token blonde, and she is everything that you would expect yep. from that. She's fun-loving, and she's like silly and they make fun of her for it they rib her from from gently to non-gently yeah. from other characters about her like being stereotypical you got rose who is a medium i guess it's she's kind she of, thinks she's a medium she is i think that i think that's that's set up fuck her oh my god <laughs> we're already rose. getting into this rose is a medium uh she hasn't what, what Ethnicity, do you think she is? European. She's got a French, Spanish, possibly some kind of accent. Um, she's hard to understand. She's very wooden. She's very wooden. She's kind of boring. And she doesn't really... She, I don't. I think her role in this is very odd. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Mm-hmm. Um, TJ, who is also kind of blah. I just sort of wrote down TJ is blah. He's uh, a athletic white dude. Yeah. He's hot. He and Claire have something going on. Um, but he's pretty boring. His only interesting thing is that he, his cousin is there. Yes. Who is Lex, who is the worst. He is the worst. You, you're, you agree with this, right? Oh, I hate him so much. Yeah, he's the worst. I spent half this movie just like begging. Waiting for him to die. No, begging the other characters of this, of this friend group to just murder him because he's that bad. And you know Everything... what I like about it? They don't really get let him get away with it either. They do. They do let him get away with it. They are not tolerant of it but they let him get away with it because True, they don't kill fair. him yeah yeah, yeah. and he is a monster <laughs> he's horrifying he's british and he's the most stereotypical british dude uh, also why is he british i don't know they're supposed to be cousins he's yeah, cousin, not he's british he's super annoying uh he's nope. he's literally always got a beer in his hand and he's always going Ew, almost spit me boo like all, all he talks about is like how much better he is than everyone else how he doesn't care if everyone dies how much he wants to fuck every fuck girl everyone yeah uh he and calls, he's constantly hitting on them for some reason he, there's a scene where he calls mikey soft cock for no reason, for no reason. god he's the worst i hate him he's he's terrible i don't think the movie <laughs> rewards him for it thank god it doesn't like, reward him but it lets it allows him to live i think this movie is effective and it wants us to hate him there's sort of a like a thing that changes later on we'll talk about it mm-hmm. um i think the movie knows he's terrible yes and it's effective in making me hate him it just the fear flames yeah shooting <laughs> on the side, side of my of face, my face. <laughs> <laughs> i think the only thing we're supposed to feel for him is like his father just died because there's a whole conflict surrounding like well, this is just supposed to be their friend group and then lexi's there and claire is like why is lex here this is just supposed to be us don't they call him lexi no it's just lex 
I think they call it Moxie. I don't, maybe TJ does. I don't think the rest of them do. Okay. Um, I would believe it if TJ does because they're cousins and he calls them Teej and everything. But like, Teej. Um, they all call him Teej. But like, Claire specifically doesn't like him, obviously, and asks, why is he here? And Rose and Lila have to be like, it's because his dad killed himself and TJ is just looking out for him. So we have that context to be like, maybe that's why he's being a piece of shit, but also who cares? He's a piece of shit. <laughs> like, yeah. He doesn't excuse it. The last character is Guy, played by Ethan, Ethan Peck. Peck. From oh my God. Sleeping Beauty. Our favorite, Sleepy Bee. Sleepy Bee. <laughs> uh, and you heard that right. His name isn't G. It isn't anything else. It's Guy. It's Guy. It's just Guy. Guy's a word. Guy's a, guy's a name. Uh, unfortunately, I know. But <laughs> it's stupid as hell. It is weird. Because uh, especially in the credits, it's just like, Ethan Peck plays Guy. guy. And I'm like, like a name or like just a guy? <laughs> I wrote down, when I was taking notes, I was like, guy does this uh to refer to a character you know and i was like oh some guy uh but i realized i couldn't do that because there's literally a character named guy (laughs) that's funny uh but seeing him in this was such a funny experience i was like i saw him and i was like who is that and then i was like oh my god also they hide him just for us because he's like he's probably the last character we meet he is because he's in the back of the van and the camera sort of pans to show him and you know what first time i saw him was when they were playing football and i was like wait who is is that? that Is that Thomas from Sleepy Bee? Yes, it is. Oh my god, I loved it. So it's so funny now how much I've romanticized The Curse of Sleeping Beauty, which is a horrible movie. We <laughs> thought like, it was really oh. racist. It is really racist. Um. Anyway, those are the characters. There's seven of them. If you have trouble keeping them straight, that's okay. I did too. We all did. Um. So they come to the cabin. Mm-hmm. They they're not sure they're they're lost right they're like they've crashed the car but yeah they, they walk to the cabin they find, a couple miles and they they they're gonna meet up with Matt and Sarah and they find a note for them in the cabin that says who is it T J Claire and Lex mm-hmm. uh, wait here we'll be back and they think it's kind of weird that like it's only the three of them but they don't they're like oh they must have made it easier for themselves but they figure this is the cabin for them they're yeah, having yeah. a good time. Um, they have to fix the generator, but they start having this party, right. and because this is what they're here for. They're just here to like have, a good, have a, have a good time and have a vacation. So they all start drinking. Michael's out by the generator, and when he comes back, he's he's weird. He's acting he's weird. Off. And Lila asks him again, like, "Are you are taking you your meds? And he's like, "Yes, Leave I am." Alone. <laughs> I guess he said he left them in the van, and it's not a big deal. Oh yeah, it's not a big deal if he doesn't have them for one night. He's like, he's "We'll get, get them in the, the morning. morning. It's yeah. fine." But don't so don't worry about it. But he's acting very strange. He goes to bed, and everybody else stays up at parties. And in parties. And weird things kind of start to happen. They, like, hear somebody outside, but it's fine. Well, they hear a there. noise. They hear a noise. They hear, like, a thump. Yeah. And they're like, it's probably fine. It was a raccoon or something. It's fine. Whatever. Then we flash away, right, mm-hmm. to see Matt and Sarah. Who are in, like, a Winnebago. Who are in a Winnebago. Also lost. They're having sex because they're lost. A lot of sex. A, a lot of sex. A lot of man ass. <laughs> it's, yes, it's very present. Um, it's the only real, like, gratuitous sex in this movie, and it feels a little bit unnecessary. It's, they also, they show it twice, so it's real they over the do. top. They do. It's a lot. It's, it, it's, and it's a lot of sex. It's not just, like, they're casually boning. It's, like, no. they are fucking all over this place. And then... This place, by the way, a Winnebago. A Winnebago. <laughs> and then, uh, as they're gonna cook their dinner, they get struck down in their youth by well, a man with a cleaver. I actually think it's really interesting. What happens is we see we see the man watching them from behind. Mm-hmm. Um, this is when I wrote on the note about oh, guy does this, and yeah. it's just a guy, um, <laughs> not not guy Ethan, not Beck. guy Ethan Beck. Yeah, uh, whistles 
like runs up, he does whistles to get his attention, to get his attention, and like cleavers him in the stomach, in the stomach. and it's really interesting. It's pretty, it's very spooky. Yeah, just like the the kind of um, yeah that methodology, the want the want to be seen. Yeah, it's very it's very frightening. Yeah. And we'll know why later, why that's a thing. And so now we sort of have the sense of like, oh yeah, this is a slasher movie. There's something out Something's there. out there looking for them. And two, that that note was not left by Matt and Sarah. Not necessarily. No, it wasn't because they're also lost. They never found the house. Oh. I didn't get that impression. I, I didn't did. Because I thought they left. And I thought when, they came to the house, they left the note, and they went out to go like... And then they got lost? Yeah. It's possible. Because that's what he says. He says, like, this driveway is so hard to find in the dark. I thought the implication was that they found it earlier, and they went back out because no, the Winnebago is their only vehicle. I thought the implication was that Matt's, this is Matt's family's house. It is. So he knows it already. Right. Either way, it's He's, confusing. It's uh, it's it's possible that they did not leave the note. That was my impression. Okay. So now we know we've, there, there's a setup that there's something out there yeah. going to hunt them. But nothing bad happens to our core group on the first night. Not on the first night. Do they go into the mine... The next Before day. The next day? They're like okay. wandering around. They're exploring. Uh, it's, it's it's the mountains. Matt and Sarah Sullivan showed up. They're like, oh, let's just, you know, kill time, hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like wandering the woods and they find a mine. Yeah. It's just like, it's an abandoned mine. Um, the only thing weird about it is it says break the cycle on the wall. Mm-hmm. And they're like, maybe it's the name of the mine. Yeah. Uh, it's just like a Lexi kind of makes a moment. misogynist joke. <laughs> they're calling him Lexi. I think that's his, <laughs> his name. is Lex. <laughs> You love him. <laughs> um, I hate him. <laughs> so they're in the mine. It's creepy. They like... It's a fucking they mine. They split up. They're, they split up because Lex and Rose are on mushrooms. Oh, yeah. They've decided to do And they decide together. they're just going to run off and go do whatever. Be silly. Um, I actually am impressed with the... The only argument for them not just wandering in this mine is Guy being like, are we going to have a conversation about this? And I don't remember who... Somebody else is like, nope, I guess not. I guess not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. They're, I think they're a good group. I, I feel strongly about this, that they're a good, realistic group of friends, and the stupid things they do feel... The movie knows they're being stupid, uh-huh. and they feel justified, but you also know they're being stupid. I kind of like that about it. They they do see the Aurora bus at this point, too. They walk into oh, yeah. the mine, there's and an they see, there's an Ouroboros painted just on the wall. Yeah. And they have a really short conversation. It doesn't really get gone into a lot about, like, just the Aurora... I think it's very heavy-handed. I think most people know what an Ouroboros is. Mm-hmm. It's a snake eating its tail. Uh, and I to think represent that- the fatality of life whatever, and yeah. cycle whatever Infinite, yeah. yeah and they like they talk too much about it i think i think that because they like just, google it later that's or she looks it up in a book and i think this is that was the that was too extra like just looking at it and someone being like i don't know what that means um everyone i know, know knows what it means but yeah. i wouldn't be surprised that other people don't i think if that was the only conversation about it it'd be fine i think rose looking it up later is what takes it a little bit too far mm-hmm. but even then it doesn't explain it. it it doesn't explain anything about this movie that being painted yeah. on the wall is just, it's no. just a fact. So we know somehow that there's, a, the, the idea of the Aurora bus is somehow right. present in this movie. Um, So Rose and Lex are off running around being stupid on drugs. Rose feels something grab her. Mm-hmm. Um, At the same time, they're fucking with Michael. Yeah, they, they lock, lock him. him behind like a, I don't know, uh... Did they explain? Oh, they, it's a fire. It's, it's like a, a for safety. safety. Yeah. yeah. Um, behind like, this big metal door and he's like locked in this room and he can't get out. He's scared of the dark. And it says, um, this is the first time in red chalk on the wall. And that's 
We have no idea we what no, any of this means at this point. Terrifying. It's actually really great. Um, it's on the poster. One of the posters is this is the first time. I think that's really cool. That's the moment at which I got really engaged in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, because up to this point, it's fairly standard. This is the first time is like really interesting. That's spooky. And I started to figure out there's there's plenty of clues leading up to this, but that, that was like mm-hmm. a big like suck in moment for me. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. He gets out. They're just playing pranks on him. He's kind of mad about He's it. He's mad about it. And they're and they're jerks. Um, but they apologize. TJ and Guy are like, we're sorry. Like, we just thought it'd be funny. Yeah. So they all leave. They, they find Rose and Lex. Rose is really freaked out. They all go back. But they kind of just are like, you're on mushrooms. You're, you're on drugs, like, yeah. You, yeah. But she's back at the house, freaked out, won't shut up about being freaked this out. This is the beginning of her becoming the most boring character. Yeah. Lex, however, is like, hey, uh, I know... <laughs> Bad this is the happened, best time. <laughs> but can we go back? Because I dropped my wallet. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> so, so he and TJ go. Yeah. And this is when this is when Lila and Michael Michael go to get his meds from the car. From the car. So Michael and Lila, it's not important. There's a lot of details in this movie. I'm worried that we're getting too caught up in it. This right. movie is, I just want is, every moment that's like no, important to be as we talk about. I know. This movie is rich with details, and I actually think that's one of its greatest strengths. Mm-hmm. Um when I was taking notes on it, I was like, how are we going to talk about this? There's so much little stuff that goes on, mm-hmm. and it's really good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is the big exciting incident for the paranoia of the next half hour. Because it's the when, turn. I, that's what I called it is the turn. When Lex and TJ. TJ go to the mine, they find their dead bodies in the mine. And guys. And guys. Their dead bodies are in the mine, like sitting in mine carts. They've been like left They've there. They've been left with blankets over them. They yeah. uncover. They like, they have these, there's these three covered blankets and they pull one off, and, and it's, it's Lex. It's Lex, and he's dead. Yep. And so they're like, "What the fuck?" They don't know like, how I, to react. To yeah. It at how all. do you? I mean, how do you even react to that? Yeah. It's not someone else's dead body. You're looking at your own face. So they go back up to the house. They're like, they're like, we don't know how to freaky. tell you guys this, and they're like, you're on drugs, and they're like, no, we're not, like, not anymore. And TJ was never on mushrooms, so no, there's so... nothing going on. They have no idea how to react to this. And I think we can, like, we could fast forward through the next bit of it, which yeah. is, they're all kind of freaked out. Um, Rose, Rose is losing her mind. Yeah, she's, like, she's, like, having fits. And this is where I was just She like, now sees everybody dead. She, yeah, she only sees them as dead people. Like, yeah. she, they look, they're, they're looking at her, it, their eyes are open. see it from her perspective, and they're, like, they've got blood all over them. They yeah, look dead. Yeah, they look decayed, actually. It's pretty good makeup work. It is. Um... But so, like, she doesn't say anything unintelligible. She's just like, <laughs> she's just like crying all the time, and she's like, she, everyone needs to just like sit by her, and it's yeah. We didn't talk about Michael having similar visions though. Michael, since he is off his meds, yes, and since he went off, since the moment he went off to fix the generator, and he was by himself, mm-hmm. and when he came back, he went straight to bed. He has been having visions of. Like things like something burning, yeah. Just a lot of like weird stuff that we do we do see happen later. Just so like we flashes. know kind of that they are like potentially prophetic because we know that they have not already happened. Um, but that's happening constantly, and Michael's doing a lot of like wandering around by himself, kind of stuff. And he seems oh, when he and Lila go to the car, he's like, "What would happen if everyone like turned on me? Yeah, like, do you think that you would like protect me? Like, what do you think would happen?" And she's like, "They're your friends. It's not going to happen." But we we already see him like he knows something. Mm. He's got some kind of awareness. In a brief moment of lucidity, <laughs> she has two left. Rose says, "Stop, Michael," mm-hmm. and 
they don't know what that means, but they decide to believe her. To believe her and stop Michael. Probably because he's acting so weird. But he hasn't done anything. He's sitting in his no. room, uh, and they go in with, like, a rope, and they're like, we're going to tie you up now. And he's like, is this how it happens? Because uh, he's... And they're like, that's creepy. Why would you say that? Yeah. <laughs> the, the big kicker is, like, why aren't you fighting us? He, like, literally is just like, all right, do it. Yeah. And, and they're they... like, uh, you're not defending well, yourself. Yeah, so they're sitting at the table, and they're like, what are we going to do with him? And Lila's like, this is crazy. Why would you do this? Like, Michael, say something. And he's like, you're going to do what you're going to do. And they're like, that's so, that's worse. That makes yeah. us more suspicious. And so this is my one big Claire moment. It's my one moment of loving Claire. No. Really? I Go ahead. But Is, no, just her acting. I See, her reaction to this is she's crying and she's like, I don't want him in the house. Yeah, no, she goes, I don't want him in the house. And Lila goes, what? And then she turns to her and she goes, I don't want him in the house and the way she says it i just i I don't know i was like suddenly maybe it was just her standing up for herself and the way she says it in this kind of mean way but i was interested in it fuck this group of friends because their solution is we're gonna go leave him in the mine in the mine which is i was so mad yeah that is unreasonable they have they have no reason to distrust him other than he's acting weird sure he's also off his meds Mm -hmm. maybe he's just you know behaving differently Mm -hmm. what the fuck ever and claire is just like wait have they already found other claire at this point that's why claire's upset why because they find other claire and she says it's michael that's why she's so scared oh okay we need to go back a little bit (laughs) while they're in the mine and they find their dead like they've gone back they go back in because guy makes them all go back in guy's like i'm gonna see this for myself yeah and they go back down and they find the dead bodies again i was really worried they weren't gonna be there but they're there yeah and they also find claire, claire behind the locked door locked up sobbing wearing a different outfit than she's currently wearing freaking out and she says she's sobbing she's and they're like tell us what happened claire isn't there it's just the um the guys Right. No, yeah, they did not bring Claire. Claire does it's not see herself. just the three of them. Claire does not see herself. and But she's sobbing, and TJ wants to stay with her, and they're like, TJ, this isn't our Claire. But she says, it's Michael. I actually specifically, I specifically want to talk about this, because once shit gets real, Lexi decides, Lex, whatever, decides he's the leader of the group. <laughs> he does. And suddenly he's like, he's the one trying to keep a cool head. He has like theories about like what's going on. One of the things, I actually really like that aspect. They start talking about like, maybe we're in hell. Maybe we died on the road. Maybe this is our hell. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, we have to process the fact that we saw our dead bodies. What's going on here? And so they like, actually talk about it. Lex tries to keep a cool head. He's um, And Lex tries to theorize. And they're like, shut up, Lex. And I'm like, no, let him talk. This is my one moment well, of really liking he's Lex. He's the one who tells TJ, he's like, no, like, let's concentrate on the real Claire. Like, we have to we have to go back mm-hmm. there. That's she the is back know. at the house. Yeah. This is a person we cannot save. Well, there's also, this, we don't know what this is. Right. This could is, it be a, like is it a hallucina- hallucination? Like, like, is it a monster? We, we don't know. know Claire's not here. Right. So but she says Michael, and that's why Claire's okay. so upset. That's why she's crying. So that's why they decide that It's that both plus Rose, Rose and Claire's and Michael acting super weird. I knew so there was one other reason. They lock him in the mine. The mine. It's really bad. Uh, the same room And Lex has the key. Is this when things start to go real downhill? It gets wild. Um, Michael starts, I don't know. Michael says, as they're leading him down into the mine, he says, this is the second time. And I got really confused. I was like, why does Michael know things? Because I don't understand why, like, my, I don't understand why Michael's acting the way he is, you know? Like. You don't understand now or you don't understand, you didn't understand at that point? At that point. Okay. Because um, it is very suspicious that he seems to know things. Well, yeah, of course. This, that's, I mean, that's their big thing is like, if you're going to lock up your friend, they should be being like, no, please don't do this to me. I didn't do anything. I'm so sorry. Like. 
instead he's just totally cool about it. He doesn't seem to care. He's just like, well, you guys are, you know, yeah. doing it. So I guess I should just do it. And that's extremely suspicious. And back at the house. So they leave him there overnight. Mm-hmm. Back at the house, Rose walks into the room, says Michael has escaped and faints. Mm-hmm. I hate her. She's just a plot <laughs> That's device. her last thing. And then she dies. So it's fine. Um, spoilers. <laughs> she dies immediately after this. Uh, I wrote down at this point in the movie of plot, Ethan Peck's name is Guy. Uh, <laughs> you didn't realize it after this point. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> he's also wearing, at this point, he's running around in short shorts. Like, very short The whole short time, yeah. It's his bathing uh, suit, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, he was going to go swimming, but instead he's running around in the shortest shorts you've ever seen on, mm-hmm. a, on a Peck. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, then shit starts to get real. So this is when people start like for real dying. And we should we'll, we'll recap. Let's recap that. Okay. So can we like, just talk about Rose being dead and put her away forever? Because this she is doesn't the last die time. first. It doesn't matter. We can. She doesn't. She she dies independent from anybody else. So it just doesn't really matter. She convulses herself to death. She has a seizure and she dies. I just figured out what it is though. What? In looking at my notes, we see hands pouring poison into tea. <gasps> I just realized while we're he recording her. Yeah. Oh fuck! I thought he. I was. I watched that part over again to figure out what it was. To figure out who it was, because he poured poison in his tea. A man. That's who did it. Yeah, but no. I feel like we see that it's Michael, and then we see him sitting in his own room, and that's when he gets the chalk out of his bedside table. And I thought I was like, is he poisoning himself? But now you know you're totally right. He poisoned her. Fuck. We just spoiled the movie. I didn't spoil the movie. (laughs) Michael killed Rose. I just realized that. I did too on this podcast because okay. I read like someone's making poison tea. Oh, oh. that's why Rose dies. But no, okay. we it, it's not connected events. We don't see her drinking the tea. No. She just convulses herself to death. It's stupid. Yeah. Let's get back Move to stuff on. that matters. Fuck yeah. Rose. Um, they decide to go back to investigate. Claire, TJ, and Lex. It is really hard to keep track of where everybody is at once. I know. So please pardon us being like, who is there at one point? Yeah. They go to the mine to catch Michael because he's escaped they don't believe it but they're like whatever rose says things um and he is out and they're like lex you had the key how did he get out we don't, they know. don't know they see michael michael runs away they chase michael tj dies first no lex dies lex first. Died. he falls through the hole in the bridge which they've seen before they saw a hole in the bridge the first time they came out of the mm-hmm. mine and didn't know what it was and when they return to the bridge there's no hole what there's no hole Michael sort of like goes around anyway, even though there's no like hole. <gasps> Lex runs through and falls down. Oh my god, I didn't even know that. Yeah. There was no hole. Lex oh created the hole. Oh my god, that is wild. I hate this movie and I love it so much. <laughs> so by now, we should probably talk about it. You've probably figured out. From us talking about this, like, they're in a time loop. They're in a time loop. Um, and so they're creating. The world in which they. The world yeah. in which. They, so uh, the hole that they found the first time they came into the mine was created when Lex fell through it. Right. That's our first death. Um, Michael then tips a cart onto TJ. Like, straight up murders him. Mer- like, way more than Lex dying kind of just by neglect. Yeah. Uh, he kills Which is why TJ. I think it's important that Lex is the first death before Rose, because... You're right. Because Lex is it's an not inadvertent yet. death. You're it's right. not murder. Mm-hmm. He murders TJ. He does. So then Claire's alone. She's running around. She's she's crying. She's going, Michael, I'm sorry. And Michael then locks her in the locks brig. Locks her in the brig. Do you both just call it the brig? I don't know. I think so. That's amazing. <laughs> We're not on a ship. Michael locks her in 
kind of a similar kind of room where he was in, right? Mm-hmm. Like just kind of a fire, yeah. like a safety room. And then we cut back to uh, the house where so Guy and Lila. Lila have just seen Rose die. They're kind of freaked out. They don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, they've decided they're going to leave. So they write a note to TJ, oh, yeah. Claire, and Lex. God damn. Oh, this is when 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 she wrote that. She says we should leave them a note or something. I was like, oh shit. Because I knew at this point what was happening, but that was the first time I was like, that's the note they find. Yeah. Oh, it got me. I just realized that as we were recording. Yeah. So. Oh, God. It was so good. Here's a little element. Um, Nobody seems to comment on the lights going out and on. Like It's the generator. Yeah, but they don't talk about it. They it's don't because they, they've never had enough fuel. They assume that Matt and Sarah left to go get fuel. They don't even remark on it. You're right. It's don't. weird. The lights yeah. just go out and come back on mm-hmm. sort of randomly. Mm-hmm. So Lila and guy are gonna go they're just gonna run yeah so they're gonna go back to the car that's their goal and if the car doesn't work they're just gonna keep going yeah yeah. but they're they're out Mm -hmm. um presumably the point is to come back with help to get Mm -hmm. everyone else so they're running down the road when all of a sudden here comes help guy starts waving them down uh they swerve to avoid him yeah they hit lila it's the van it's them on the way down that was us on the way down oh I'm still freaking out about it. Guy literally looks at the van careening off the road and says, that was us on the way down. And I, this is at the part when I was watching this movie that I, I lost my mind. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I don't know why. It's not like this movie is the greatest movie of all time. Something about the execution of this just got to me. Yeah. It really did. And I because you've got, loved it. You've got that opening line in the back of your head. And the whole time. It doesn't, again, it doesn't mean doesn't anything. But then when he re- when he says it again to Lila, he's like, "That was on the way down. I think I can warn us. I think I can break the cycle." Break the cycle. And then like runs off to try to like go do that. Mm-hmm. It is it is really great. It's incredible. So they. So Lila's lying, presumably dead. Yeah, yeah. Guy is running. He she's tries... she's definitely dying. She's dying. Um, yes, you're right. she was hit with like a van going at full speed. There is a point too where we see Michael and Lila go back to the van, and there is like. There's blood on blood it. Blood on it. So they know that they hit something, but that it turned out that it was Lila. Yeah. So fucked up. And that guy was the person who ran them the off the road. the car door open. Yeah. That's the th- that's weirdest thing. Guy runs them off the road, and then he starts running, and then he finds their van, the actual, their the van he came down in, Yeah. finds a water bottle, drinks it, and then keeps running. It's, it's so surreal. It's very strange. He's it's like, so surreal. Oh, let me grab this water bottle real quick. <laughs> He's like, I know there's one in there. That's the, got, van, I, that's got, the van I came down in. <laughs> like, got to hydrate. It's so surreal. Stay thirsty, my friends. Yeah. But he, so then Guy tries to go back to warn them. Michael has gotten out of the mine, finds yeah. him, kills him. And then... Well, with- Guy is the noise they heard the first night partying. Yes. So we're now in we the time We cycled loop. all the way back. They're partying. We see Michael in the house. He's in the house when TJ and Rose come in for the first time and find the note. Yeah. It's oh god, I love it's really well executed. So, so now we're, we're seeing everything for a second time, and this is where all the clarity is coming from, and mm-hmm. it's really well executed. It's really like, well executed, and it's I, somehow it's it is all happening simultaneously, and then it's like oh god, it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. And so then there's uh, this is oh, when also, guy is dying, yeah. and he uses his own blood to write break the cycle on yeah. the side of the mine. Mm-hmm. And this is when this is when Michael goes into. He drags Guy's body into the mine. He, he writes, sets. He writes. This is the first time somewhere. Yes. Uh, and then he sets up the bodies. Oh, he goes down to Lex and he grabs the key. Oh yeah. Um, he grabs the key 
to the, the, the vault they locked him in yeah. from Lex's dead body, sets up Lex, Guy, and TJ in that little group to be found. And writes, this is the first time this in the, the wall. First time He's the wall. creating the whole situation he that the group in the house is going to come into yes. tomorrow. And then he leaves. Is this when he goes to talk to himself? No, he goes to kill Matt and Sarah. Is that first? Yeah. So he goes to because kill... I have written down sex scene reprise. Yeah, so he goes and kills Matt and Sarah. He's the one who whistles at them, which even at that point, like he whistles so that Matt will look at him and know that it's him before he kills him, which is fucked up. Because Matt actually hasn't done anything to him. The rest of his friends did lock him up and put him into a mine. Mm-hmm. Matt hasn't done anything. At this point, he's just like he's terrifying. And then he's unhinged. He goes and finds himself old the first day first himself. Michael. Uh, he as he's putting stuff in the generator, generator and it's like, hey, your friends are going to betray your you. Gonna betray, you might not believe me now, but you will. Yeah. And Michael, of course, is like, no, this is a hallucination because I'm not on my meds. Yeah. You're not real. And he's like, I am real. And he gives him the fucking key yeah. to unlock himself when he gets locked up. Later. Yeah. He goes and puts the chalk back too. that happens in the house. He puts the chalk in the drawer. Yeah. Yeah. So he second Michael is setting up this whole scene for himself. And then he convinces... Michael number one to burn his meds. To burn his meds, yeah. Yeah. So that's it, right? Everyone's that's dead. That's it. So <laughs> this is a cycle in which they're always going to come down and they're always going to kill Lila and Michael's going to kill the rest of them. Like yeah. it's all. Oh god. So this is the cycle they're stuck in. That's that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I can't even process. This I think it's a really still. it's a really great movie. It really is. I was again like maybe is there any part of this? It feels like maybe it's because it was really. St- we thought it was going to be really stupid. I think kind Mind of. Games is a yeah. dumb title, and I was expecting something really weird and stupid. And it I starts was... off slow. It does, but I was still even enjoying it. Like I said, the beginning really grabbed I me. Just, yeah, I think it's a really good premise. It is. I don't know. I just. Oh god. Can we talk about the big elephant in the room? What is it? I don't understand why Michael does this, unless we're just supposed to take the leap of faith is that he is psychotic. Why Michael and does the what? Only thing kills them. Yes. Kills them all. I mean, they betray him. He doesn't kill them all. He doesn't kill Lila. I guess he does kill everybody else, doesn't he? He doesn't kill Lex. He deliberately... The worst murder that he does is killing Guy. And it's his last one. Yeah. And killing Guy is... No, no, Matt and Sarah is... There's no reason to. Oh, that's true. He... Yeah, that's... They're off doing something else. That's at his most unhinged, like we said. Like, that's after he's already... But hold on. ...been betrayed and killed everybody else. Let's talk about motivation. Like, he tells himself, your friends... He's been told... Your friends will betray you by himself. And this is early, early, early yeah. in Michael's story. Yeah. He knows his friends are going to betray him. So he's worried. He's paranoid and he's off his meds. They do betray him by locking him up and not trusting him. But he's very calm because he knows all that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. He then responds by murdering all of them. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why. I, I unfortunately do think the answer is because he's psychotic. I don't like that. Neither do I. I agree. That's I like think- gross. I agree. It's what I said at the very beginning of this episode is that I don't think that this movie handles mental illness very well. If if the answer is not supposed to just be that like he feels completely and utterly betrayed and this is the only way out of the situation, then I don't know what else to say. How is the only way out of the situation murdering all your friends? What's the other option? They're not going to kill him. That's not ever on the table. Uh- this is the thing. Who's gonna kill him? Who's which one of these fucking guys is gonna kill him? Not kill him, but leave him in there. No, no, here's no, no. the here's the big issue too. This is the thing. They are stuck here. There is no leaving. Why? 
They don't have they cell phones. Night. They have no cell phones and they have no... They can walk. They have water. They have things to fill up with water. I don't think this is the problem. This is what we also haven't talked about. Why is this happening? Like, why? where, where did this time loop come from? How far does it extend? Because Matt and Sarah are caught That's in a separate show. issue. We want to talk about that as well. But my Just point, purely for Michael's motivations. But my point is, is that it's important for Michael's motivations because they can never escape the situation that they're in. They will be here forever. That's the Ouroboros, yeah. Yes. So their options are we kill Michael or he kills us. Not necessarily. I think based on the rules of this world, But they're going to yes. die anyway. If they saw their bodies, they're going to die anyway. They don't have a choice to survive. But so he doesn't have a choice not to kill them. I guess. That's the thing. That's, that's what I'm saying. Is I, but it's except less... he does. He could break the cycle by not killing them. <laughs> and doing what? Dying in the, in the mine? Do you think they're gonna? You really think they're gonna leave him down there to die? Kind of. Okay. Well, these people that's are shitty. The pro- well, that's the problem, though, is that like they've already at this point seen Claire time locked loops. up, no, locked like, in there because of Michael. Time loops. So Michael, he has. There's no way not to. That's what I'm saying. Up. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no way for him to avoid this because by the time they decide to lock him up, he's already done that to Claire. Yeah. You know, there was never. And if he didn't option. do it to Claire, then they wouldn't have locked him up. Exactly, because yeah. they wouldn't have never found. They wouldn't have found Claire, right. and there would be no reason to lock him up because they'd have no proof. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about why is this happening? Why is there a time loop? We don't know. I think that's actually the most interesting about this movie is that there's no because it says this movie has nothing, nothing. to say about it. They it's don't not find. Interested in they exploring. don't find like an ancient text in the mine. Yeah. They don't find like an amulet. There's just the Ouroboros on the wall, and that is it. You know what, though? It does feel this movie is not Lovecraftian. Mm-mm. This aspect of, like, I don't know, especially because it's a mine. They're digging deep into the earth, and the miners abandon it. Um, clearly, there is something, like, obviously it's supernatural, but something, like... Um, big? Big. I agree. Yeah. I and agree. so there's something Lovecraftian about, like, they, these miners this went to this really mine. Ancient, ancient, ancient. Magic. Something was in lead. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's really cool. I agree. Like, like the like, movie. It's doesn't not necessarily a it. curse. It's something that like lives in the earth. Yes. You know, and that somebody experienced. It could that. be a curse. It could be a curse. It could be a curse. I just, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I, I like that they don't explain it. I really genuinely enjoy that these just these are just these twenty year olds yeah. stumble into this. They die. They're stuck here forever. And there's no explanation. It's very interesting. I really liked it a lot. And I agree that it doesn't need to, it doesn't need to be explained. I just really like thinking about the possibilities. Yeah, me too. That's why that's why I liked that it let have those possibilities. Again, I really like the mine aspect. They're not just trapped in a house because mm-hmm. that would that, that would also work. There like there are lots of time loop house yeah. movies. Yeah. Um, no, the mine. You're right. The, the the ground and yeah, like digging into something, uncovering something. You're totally right. Through excavation, <gasps> that is like beyond comprehension. Why do I love this movie so much it's so well thought out it's such a surprise it is unfortunately let's talk about the bad okay most of the acting is pretty bad yeah i think unfortunately like ethan peck is not he's not his he's a grandfather is that the yeah his grandfather his gregory, his gregory peck. peck yeah there's a really funny little moment they're playing a game with cards you know where you put the person the famous person's name on your head and you have to people guess you have to ask questions and people and t- people tell you and you try to guess who it is and ethan peck has gregory peck's name on his head and i was like that's cute it is, it's cute <laughs> um okay so i don't think this movie is a masterpiece no. it is a fucking blast it's i blast. loved watching it uh the whole time loop aspect of it i'm really really specifically interested in this was not a very well received movie 
And I think a big part of that is that it relies pretty heavily on tropes. Mm -hmm. It's not doing anything vastly original. Mm -hmm. The execution is just really a thrill ride. It is. And I think that, like, all the classic problems we have with everything, like, they're all white. They're all attractive and thin and movie star beautiful. And that's boring. Like, people apparently, so I was reading reviews of this, people apparently are like, oh, this is this is fine, but there are better time loop horror movies. There's one called Triangle. There's one called Time Crimes. Hmm. Apparently, like, there are just better time loop movies out there. I haven't seen them. Me neither. So I have no Maybe reason to not... Maybe this is just not... our, like, impetus to watch more time loop horror movies. Because, like, I read the, um, all the Letterboxd reviews. Yeah. People were really down on this movie. Yeah. They thought it was the execution was, like... Like, they... I think that, like, when, when you watch this movie and you experience the twist, it is possible to just go, eh. You know, it's just a twist. Most horror movies these days have them. Yeah. I, again, do not know why it touched me so deeply. Well, again, I think... So, another time loop horror movie that I've seen is um, Plus One. You have seen that. Yeah, it was on Netflix. I don't know. It might still be on Netflix. Maybe it's on our uh, roulette. It's not. Okay. Well, Plus One is a movie about a party that's in a time loop and people get murdered. And it's interesting. There are things about that that work. Maybe I just like time loops. Um, I love time loops. This is a lot better than that. Interesting. So I haven't seen these other ones that people praise. Maybe but you should watch the more time loop movies and we can I hold guess, them up against yeah. this one. <laughs> the director also said uh, that he was more influenced by Lord of the Flies than... That's legitimate. It's uh, like people trapped movies. And, yeah. and also, quote, it probably doesn't have enough horror elements in it to be classed as horror, but that was more interesting to me. <laughs> I think it's horror. I think so, too. I think, like we talked about, like, the teenagers going to the cabin in the woods is super horror It's very, trope. It's very, um, like, more psychological thriller kind of thing. Well, his Lord of the Flies comparison is very legitimate yeah. if it's just that, like, they're trapped and so they'll always kill each other because that's what people do when they're trapped together. Right. Well, and the paranoia. The paranoia is, like, a huge right. aspect of this. Right. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple of quotes I wrote down. One is, it's really broadcasting what it's going to do. Because I wrote this quote down before I realized it was a time loop movie. There's a line where Lexi's talking about... I keep calling him Lexi. I know. Why do you call him Lexi? His name I is Lexi. I swear they call him Lexi. <laughs> Listeners, please tell me. Please. <laughs> I'm serious. If nobody tweets it, now screaming, and tells us it's if it's Lex, Lex or Lexi, Lexi. <laughs> I'm going to be mad. That's your job, listener. Um, he's talking about, like, oh, that yokel we hit on the way down. And Claire says, stop saying yokel. I hate repetition. That's really funny. <laughs> the, the Claire doesn't say that. Does it? It's Rose. Is it Rose? It's Rose. Because when she said that, I was like, shut up, Rose. I hate the repetition. Like, oh, you hate repetition. It's a, you know, like that's yeah. a silly thing to say. But now I understand why they said that. That's really funny. <laughs> the other thing I wrote down is as they're leading Michael down to lock him up in the mine, they see the Aurora again mm-hmm. in the sky. And someone says... Oh, I keep forgetting about the Aurora. They don't repeat. That's what they say, unquote, right? I, I couldn't find anything found, about that. I literally Googled, like, what does that mean? I found no evidence that Auroras don't appear again. Me neither. Because people go to places... To see them. To Like, specifically, like, it's a tourist thing that people Maybe go... Maybe they don't look the same ever. Oh, were they and like... that one looked the same. They were identical, yeah. Yeah, but how do they fucking know? They're not astronomers. I think that you would remember. You'd be like, oh, it was green, and then it looked like this was the shape that it made. I don't agree with that because it's such a tourist thing that people go to see auroras. You're totally right. It is a weird moment. No, I, I totally forgot that happened and, and I, I looked it up in the moment and, and I, I couldn't nothing. find it in me either. Thank you for reminding me of that. It is a flaw. But I understand what they were trying to do it. And I do wonder if the aurora is part of the supernatural element or if it's just like they're that far north. It would make sense. Yeah. If it was something about the aurora way else. Yeah. That's interesting. Any other quotes for us? No, I think we should talk about the, um, how this movie ends. 
it ends in such an interesting way. Uh, so what's the last shot before the very end? Is it Michael and Michael one and Michael two burning his meds? Yeah. So within the cycle, it's it's they're sitting at a campfire, and Michael one is sharpening a stick. Yeah. For murder. <laughs> And Michael, too, is crying and cringing. And Michael 1 is like, shut up! So you see clearly the, like, you know, the wait, imbalance. Wait, before we move on, what is Michael 2 going to do now? I don't know. Is he going to become... Wait. Is he becoming, like, does he have to pass it on? No, but... And does Michael 1 go do something else? Or, yeah, does, wait, or is Michael 1 always the one who warns every single Michael? Are we? But then, what happens to this? Listen, we have to talk about the ending first because this is the thing we've wait, only we, seen we, two. We don't loops. have to talk about the Michaels. No, wait, 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 wait stop, stop, stop. <laughs> is there an infinite supply of Michaels? Yes. Wait, Eventually, there will be a hundred Michaels. So this loop keeps churning out Michael. It's a Michael machine. <laughs> it's, it's in everyone. Yeah, because everyone else is dead. Right, because Michael keeps killing everyone else. Yes, it's just creating Michaels. Where do the Michaels go? They're what does Michael do forever. after he kills all his friends? We don't know. If We're, he's stuck in the time loop, then. The time loop is just going to be populated with Michaels. If he could leave the time loop... Uh, he can't leave the time loop. Why? None no, of them can leave. No, no, you can't leave the time loop, but, like, you can you leave the geographic location? No. Why? There's nothing binding them there. There clearly is. No, they just didn't get far enough. I, no, 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 no. I think it's it's like... It, this is a weird comparison, but bear with me. It's like the mirror in... Um, Oculus. Oculus. And like, even if you're like, just break the mirror, you can't break the mirror. The mirror will never let you. You can't leave the time loop. The time loop will not let you I'm not leave. saying leave the time loop, but maybe the future life that Michael lives is part of the time loop. It's just beyond this experience in the mine in the cabin. So he has like, to stay in the geographic location of the time loop. Maybe the time loop is bigger than this. Oh, I'm it can't. It can't be. Maybe the whole world's caught in the time loop. No. <laughs> the whole world is not caught in the time loop. It's this mind specifically. But wait, we have to talk about the ending. No. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Because it, it, it happens with Lila too. Loop three is going to be different than loop two. The end of the movie is that we cut back. Lila wakes up from her nap again like she does the first second of this movie. To ask Michael. To ask Michael where we are. And Michael's like, hey, sleepyhead. The same way he does in the first part yeah. of the movie. And she says, where are we? But instead of the original shot, which is right on her face, yeah. it's turned a little bit so you can see out the window and Lila One is limping towards the car, and the last shot we see is she slams on the window, and Lila Two, Lila Three, Lila Three turns to see her. Yeah, so she's bloodied. She survived. She survived the. the well, maybe that's even Lila Two. I don't. It's one of the Lilas. No, she survived. It's the Lila who. No, it's Lila One. You're right. It's Lila, Lila Two is still there. Who was yeah. hit because Guy said, "I think I can break the cycle." Yes. So like yes. Yes. So then Lila 1 warns warns Lila 3. Yeah. And, and that's then the, the movie that's ends. Movie. It that's is, it. It is the most fucking brilliant ending. I, <laughs> I cheered. You did. <laughs> I love it so much. Because we, we don't know the play out. We don't need to know the play out. We don't need to know what But that's happens. what I'm saying is that but Lila clearly there's a change. got far enough to break the, to at least break the cycle of like something changed. Something is going to happen. They're, even if she dies right then, they'll know. No, something's gonna happen. Even if they aren't warned, even if they don't have the process information, something changed because Lila didn't bang on the window the first time. Yes, 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 exactly. It's something, it's the butterfly effect kind of thing. Yes. Like, something has changed. Maybe they'll still all die. Yes. Whoever, maybe but, but it won't process the exact same way. I feel like there's something else where it's like, it's incremental change to get out of it. Something like that. I don't know. I feel like we're also getting to like, 
uh, Borges. Like, that kind of, like, I love this so much. It's so good. So, you know what, actually, that ending really reminded me of? What? Uh, Your Next. Because I felt the same kind of frustration watching Your Next of, like, it just ends, and you don't feel like it ends at the end. You feel like it ends, and there's still a whole story left, and you're like, what? So when it ended this way, I thought it was brilliant. I I thought it was a sign of, like, a good movie to be, like... What's gonna happen? I truly love this ending. I Me love, too. I love this ending more than I love all the rest of the movie. Yeah, like it's just, it's really so interesting. And it's executed so well. It's like a static shot, and we see blurred sort of like through the the frosted window, like a, someone coming, and then Limping. you realize it's Lila, and she like slams window, <gasps> and Lila one or Lila three sees her. Yeah, that's the thing that's so important too. Is she turns her head, and she sees her, and therefore you know something's gonna change, yeah. and that's so exciting. So. To return to my main point, what what happens with the Infinite Michaels Paradox? My only thought is that they cannot get out. Things can change. Okay, so... The only thing that ever Why did you want to change, talk about the ending, then? Why did you want to talk about the ending? I just wanted to talk about uh, the change. Like, the fact that, like, they cannot... So you're saying... Okay, so if... Let's say there's only two loops. Because the third... There aren't. Because oh. the third loop is interrupted by Layla. Let's say... That means that they don't go find the house. They don't get stuck in that time loop. Does that create a paradox in which they never went there? No. Okay, so it still happened. You know, and you know, when I say this, this is what we didn't talk about. When Claire gets locked in the room, there are two Claires. There are two Claires. So that's the thing. Like, in other time loop things... There are two Claires were... locked in the room, one who's been there longer than the other. Yes. So you, you meet yourself. In other time loop situations where people just go back in time... Once you get to that place, you replace yourself. I forgot Claire was left alive. Okay, so this... I forgot Claire so was left alive. she could get out? Is that what you're saying? She could get out. But not only that, that means that the time loop produces an infinite number of Claire's, too. So, it produces infinite Claire's and infinite Michael's. Everyone who survives this time loop. But which is a be, good argument, actually, There's gotta for be a point at, where, what, Michael, at what point when they he, tries a, to, he puts her in the thing and there's like 20 Claire's there and they just rush him? That's a good... Like, that could happen. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, maybe that breaks the cycle even though it's too late for most people. That's a good argument for Michael killing Matt and Sarah if he's trying to prevent the infinite production of peoples. That's true. Because really... otherwise they'll just sit there and then Matt and Sarah will come again to be killed. Yeah. Right? They're always going to come. They're always going to enter the time loop. The other possibility is that someone kills Michael. That who, could happen at any Michael? point. Who kills Michael? That could happen at some point. In one of the loops or post? In one of the loops. Yes. I'm more. This is getting. How do we talk about this? This is getting really quantum right now. <laughs> what do you think Michael One does? I don't know. I don't know whose job it is to warn the incoming Michael. Is it Michael Two's job or is it Michael One? Probably. Who warns Michael Three? Well, here's the thing. Let's assume. This is what I was going to say. Let's take a step back. Michael Prime. <laughs> Let's say. Michael three never makes it to the cabin because they never go there. Yeah, because they're like, this is fucked up. Let's, Let's say go. there are there are two loops. Mm-hmm. There are two Michaels and two Claires, plus the original group where nobody dies. So the seven friends plus Matt and Sarah never make it to the cabin. There are still two extra Michaels and two extra Claires. Mm-hmm. The Claires probably starve to death and die. Yes. There are still two Michaels out there who want to live, presumably. Mm-hmm. I think they have to live in the time loop and torture each other forever. I almost just spoiled a popular television show. Um, <laughs> um, that's weird. Absolutely. It's absolutely weird. Whose cabin is this? 
I don't know. It's well furnished and like... I can't tell if it's like a cabin in the woods situation where it's like, I don't even know if Matt has a cousin kind of thing. You know what I mean? I guess. That seems a little bit too out outside because it like... Is it, the, wait, is it the house? Is it the house you're supposed to be going to? No. Yes. I think so. It has to be, I think right? the mine is the thing that kicks all this off. I actually think it's... When they go into the mine? Yeah. I actually think it's, it's Matt's family's house. Yeah. It's in too good of shape to be... It's like it's not decrepit. It's not caught up in this like right. ancient evil that we're dealing right. with. Maybe um, it's the fact that they go in the mine in the first place. So I think it's the right house. Their mistake was going in the mine. I hear you. Where there's the Ouroboros. I would on the agree. Wall. I would agree. Which again, I hope that was like left by the miners as they figured out the like. Yes, like if they all died there, this was their warning, which is so interesting. Yeah, I love it. I love this movie. Can I tell you one more weird, weird, weird thing about it? This sure. Might, this might just be Netflix's fault, but I'm not sure. In the so we see. This, the same shot that says, that was us on the way down. Yeah. I think I can break the cycle. It's like a shot through the mine. And then you see Claire in the room. And she's screaming. She's screaming for help. And you see her hands yeah. come out from underneath the wall. Like she's scraping in the dirt. The first time, she the captions say she says, Lila, Lila, I'm sorry. In the end, the captions say, Michael, Michael, I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't notice and that. And I went back and listened. It's the same sound she makes. It's she the makes same the scene same noise. She, well, and that's what I mean. it's not even like it's the same scene. She says the same thing. She goes, Lila or Michael. And it sounds exactly the same. And I can't tell if this is, that's just Netflix's that's fault. That's just Netflix, yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It's, it's just so strange to me. She's obviously saying Michael. There's no reason for her to right. say Lila. But it was so weird to me that the first Netflix's like caption said lila that's weird isn't that strange yeah. can we talk about the other uh continuity error that i noticed that drove me crazy <laughs> it's so small do we have to talk about it it is it's not even really a continuity error it's so, the smallest continuity it is a continuity error, error and i hope that eagle-eyed viewers oh. will notice it so keep a watch out um there's a scene where they're all trying to have fun they're sitting at a picnic table ethan peck guy is wearing his short ass short shorts mm-hmm. and he decides he's going to get up and get some vodka and he asks claire hey where's that vodka he dismounts the you're right this is way too fucking specific why I, are you doing this i've already started Give up right now no i've already started <laughs> he dismounts the table starts walking backwards is like hey claire where's that vodka cut to claire responding cut back to guy being like okay yeah we see him dismount the table and walk backwards it's not the same shot recycle it's not the same shot but it is the I'm same... I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. It's the same blocking. It's not. I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. He gets off the table. He's like, he's standing like on the table. He gets off the table on the first shot, says, is that vodka in the freezer? And she says like, sure, I'll have some with you. He then swings his leg over the bench. You're extremely wrong. You're extremely wrong. You didn't watch... Th- I watched I this- went back and watched it. I watched this like the Zepruder film. I watched it so many times. It is them not knowing how to shoot this oh and so they like God. just did two takes of him doing the same thing and forgot when they were editing it that he was already standing up he can't dismount the table twice he's already standing up i think you're genuinely reading way too much into this if, if have you ever gone on the goofs part of imdb yeah but that's there what it is are a million per i'm aware movie. i'm aware it's just not that big a deal i didn't say it was <laughs> you're making a big deal about here's it. the other thing this is a fucking time loop movie the fact that a behavior is repeated like this that's fair you know what it kind of signifies something all right even as a mistake i hear you do you i do i still want to know where the infinite michaels are or the only two do we assume they break the cycle let's, let's make I a decision no do they no. break the cycle i don't think they do 
I think that they... So what does Lila accomplish at the end? I think that they do what they did before, which is something horrifying happens. Lex tries to be like, let's figure this out. And they're like, no, let's go to the house and try to figure out what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, yeah. th- I don't think they're... I, I don't think they would just drive away. Things will definitely be different. I don't think they'll just drive away. I especially think that, like, maybe I'm just projecting my own ideas. I think that Lila is so close to death they're not going to get anything from her. So it's just going to be what's going on. What is this weird lookalike of you? Etc. Maybe. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Maybe this is. Then like, they're going to hit Lila too on the way down. Isn't that right? Right. Maybe this is like it's more explicitly like postmodern iterative. So it'll be like repetition with difference, slight mm-hmm. difference each time, mm-hmm. and then like that's it's going to change things, but it won't break the cycle. It'll just change the cycle. I, that's so my like, that's yeah. my theory. I agree. Bring out some critical theory. I don't think they're going to break the cycle immediately. I think that it will be incremental changes until maybe one small change leads to Michael dying before he's able to kill all of them. Interesting. In which case, maybe then there'll just be multiple TJs or multiple guys. Who knows? But the Michaels will have, but there will already be multiple Michaels unless the Michaels die. Maybe Michael one will like save Michael three's mistakes. Like we don't know. No, we're talking about like maybe TJ nine which is the only living TJ, will run into Michael 7. Like, yes. I'm... <sighs> right. This, it, it, it has infinite possibilities. My mind is fucked. I know. I love this movie so much. I don't want to put it away. I don't want to be done. I'm going to watch it again. <sighs> if you love this movie, go read some uh, Jorge Luis Borges or go watch uh, Last Year at Marion Bad or some other fucked up postmodern stuff. <laughs> great all right actually last year marion bad is not that oh that's an interesting thing i'm lost in thought now yeah um, <laughs> i'm very intrigued I, I really liked this movie me too it's probably one of my favorites so far that we've watched for the podcast yeah. are you ready to uh lock it up in the brig where it will keep running into infinite versions <sighs> infinite of itself version. i mean <laughs> yeah i guess but also no because i love this movie well here's the thing just by locking it up we're not escaping it true We'll never escape it. We'll never break the cycle. Well, that's one of my, that's a last, last thought, last thought for sure. Um, Guy's first lines of the movie, he first says, I think I can break the cycles. So maybe some awareness that he eventually realizes that there are multiple cycles. Possibly. Maybe. Who knows? I'm ready to pull up that roulette. Speaking of things that go in a circle, things that spin. (laughs) Next week's movie will be. Baskin. Baskin Robbins. (laughs) 23 flavors. Is it 32? It doesn't matter. Baskin is our next movie. <laughs> it looks uh, like it's Turkish. It's That's from really 2015. Okay. Another 2015 movie. Maybe it'll be better than our other 2015 movies. Yeah. Uh, this looks really interesting. I, I hope it's wait. good. I'm excited. Yeah, the poster looks really spooky. But so did Rites of Spring. Oh, we're always going to get back to Rites of Spring. Yeah. All right. Well, tune in next week for Baskin. Baskin. I can't stop thinking about Ross Grom as I want ice cream now go get some ice cream listeners and uh, <laughs> we'll eat baskin robins while we watch baskin yeah for sure until next time you can always check us out on our website at nowscreaming.com and on twitter and facebook at now screaming be sure to rate and review us on itunes uh you can feel free to gush about time loops um, please do helps other people find the podcast and that's always great mm-hmm. and as always thank you to wes craven for not setting your films in mines because usually a mine is a terrible place to set a horror film See My Bloody Valentine. Uh, <laughs> also, the, this movie was dark 
as fuck. Yeah, it's not a good place to set no. a horror movie. It worked out this time. Wes Craven yeah. never played with fire. <laughs> and so he never fell. Thank you, Wes Craven. Thank you, Wes Craven. <laughs> no Icarus this time. No. All right. Thanks, everyone. Next week. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.